right. So apparently I need to update you all on my mom's tattoo reaction. My bad for completely slipping up and forgetting to update you all. It's because it was so uneventful that I think I just forgot to even say it. I was expecting like a full-blown panic attack because I brought up the concept of a tattoo before. And yeah, feel free to skip through this if you really don't care, (laughs) but I'm going to update you guys. I brought up the concept of a tattoo before with my mom and my brother too. And they were like super judgmental about it. And we're like, why would you ever do that? That seems dumb. And just that was the vibe. So I didn't think that they would be okay with it. And then when I showed my mom and brother, they were they were like shocked, but then they didn't really care. And then my mom was like, oh, I thought I saw this actually on a story already. And yeah, it's pretty uneventful. So sorry to not update you guys on that. My bad. All right. So today I want to talk about truth. And the first thing I want to say when it comes to truth is I want to be honest with you guys about myself and what's going on. Obviously, that's why I created this podcast, but more in the realm of the future of this podcast, the newsletter, like all of that stuff. And I've been dealing with my own battle of inner truth. And that's been that I've wanted to create this podcast for so long. I've wanted to create this newsletter for so long that I didn't even realize that my creative cycles don't really work in the rhythm that they're currently in with this podcast, which is, I mean, as you guys can probably tell already, I've been doing these on like Sunday nights. And I wanted to create this podcast because I wanted it to be medicine for myself and for everyone else. I wanted it to be this beacon of truth of things that people weren't talking about that were so underneath the surface that I wasn't even sure if people, as you know, knew about it or had the same feelings as me, I mean. And that was my whole mission with it. And the more I've been feeling rushed to release or rushed to create, I find myself publishing almost like half ideas, you know, Things that I haven't necessarily like gone through fully to really come to a conclusion of how I feel about that. And that's not what I want here in the podcast at all. I want everything I post and everything I publish to be so deeply honest and also so deeply, so deeply vulnerable and so deeply raw, but in a way that's powerful or medicine, as I've said before. And yeah, just like back to what I was saying about creativity, my creativity doesn't really work like that. Like I have an idea and I conceptualize it, but it, and then I figure out and see my life and see how that idea plays out, but it doesn't really work in the same way that I've currently structured it, let's just say. And there's so much content out there. Like that was one of my biggest fears with podcasting in general. It was like, there's so much content out there. Like, why does anyone care? And that's why it's important to me that I'm publishing things that are super, super meaningful. And that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like something really deep or whatever, but more like pulling out my own life, all I have, all I know, and coming to a conclusion that's going to help us all deeply. And that can't be done on a weekly basis. (laughs) This is my point. So I'm not saying that I won't be doing podcasts on a weekly basis. Maybe I will. I don't know. My creativity is pretty weird. (laughs) Like I was actually pelotoning with um, my friend Connor. Hopefully he's fine with me using his name. I think he is. But anyways, 
I was pelotoning with him. And by that, I just mean that we were on FaceTime together. And I was biking and he looked over at me and he told me this at the end of the class. And he was like, I saw you journaling during the ride. And yeah, that's kind of how my creativity works. It just comes and goes. And sometimes it lands on the right days and other days it doesn't. So I'm going to make the commitment to all of you that I will not be posting things if they're not fully what I feel is my best in that moment around that concept. I just, I don't feel aligned with that anymore. And what that means is, yeah, like I think I'm going to be doing it every two weeks, but maybe I'll come by and do it like every week sometimes or put out bonus episodes. I don't know. Same with the newsletter. I don't want to just write something to write something. Like so many people do that. They just like post something to post something. And this goes with the topic of truth for today, but I think it comes from this fear of if you're being vulnerable and honest with how your process works and how your truth works or anything like that, that people will leave or not care or not stay if you're not consistent. And that's all bullshit. Like I don't want to subscribe to that. (laughs) I just want to publish really good stuff for all of you, for us. And if it's not happening on a weekly basis, then it's not happening on a weekly basis. And that's just how it works. So yeah, for the newsletter, same thing. Like I want to be posting things that are like deeply meaningful and true to my life and really thought out. So that might be once a week. It might not be. And I know you guys are all going to be fine with this. So it's kind of like when you tell your friends something new in their life and you're like really scared to tell them, but then they like totally react fine. And you're like, okay. But I did want to tell you guys that and give you guys insight into why that's happening and not just change it out of nowhere. So That's my truth with this podcast. But today I want to talk about truth in general because this has been one of the hardest ones for me to work with. It's really easy to hide behind a lot of these theories and mantras and like spiritual practices and all of these things and hide from like the truth of what's still happening. I mean, I guess the correct term for this would be like spiritual bypassing. And what I mean by that is that when I first started my quote-unquote journey to growth or whatever this thing we can call is happening to me right now, it's a a journey, as they say, I got into this phase of doing the right things, doing the journaling, doing the yoga, doing the therapist thing, right? Like doing all of the right things and not really – being honest with all of the crap that was still there that I was still ignoring, like all of the stories I've been telling myself over and over again for so many years and pretending that if I can just slap a stamp of yoga on it, it'll all be okay. (laughs) And I've been doing that with everything. I mean, I've been doing that with my creativity and trying to shove it into this box that it's not fitting in. I've been doing that with my friendships, just putting on a facade that everything's okay or putting on the facade through speaking through like complex theories about how my brain works instead of just speaking out of my heart. Um, Not honest with my job per se, not honest in even the daily encounters of people being like, how are you? And me saying I'm good or I'm fine. And I really started thinking this week, like, why is this the case? And I think that truth is really hard in this society. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love saying the word society. It's so dramatic. Did I already tell you guys this? But like in fifth grade, I thought society was the smartest word in the world. I would just spew it out. I remember in random conversations. Uh, society. But seriously, yeah, I think that truth is very hard in this society. And that's why we'll either consciously or subconsciously hide from a lot of our truths. I mean, the big one that I'm thinking of is just emotional vulnerability or emotional vulnerability. I can't say this word. <laughs> emotional truth. <laughs> I... I don't know. I just like I've been playing a little game with myself of just watching and seeing how many people honestly answer that question. And you can't tell me that everyone thinks everyone is feeling good all the time because that's the responses that you get to. How are you? It's always I'm good. It's fine. And on the opposite end of things, if you answer that with I'm not doing well or whatever, then there's this expectation from the other person that they need to help you in some way or pity you in some way. It's just so complicated. And that's why truth is really hard in our society and we lie. We lie about our emotions. We lie about our emotions to our friends. But we start in small places. We lie in bakeries that we get cookies at. We then start lying in acquaintances, right, in party settings or just places where you don't want to explain yourself, new people that you meet. And then it goes on to like friendships and relationships and then lying to yourself. And then we're so isolated and alone in our own bedrooms. I mean, maybe I'm just talking about myself here, but, you know, sitting here and really thinking, does no one else feel this way? Seriously, does no one else feel this way? Because when I look outside, when I look on Instagram, when I talk to my friends, everyone's feeling okay. So what is wrong with me? And then we put on the words of depression and anxiety and shove ourselves into therapy sessions. And therapy is absolutely beautiful, but we label ourselves broken for things that other people just aren't coming forward about and aren't living their own truth of how they're feeling in this structure that they're in and the life that they're in, whatever it may be. And I don't think it's anyone's fault, you know? Like, that's the thing. Because I've been thinking about this more and more and just, like, where I have previously been in my life and where maybe people I know that are in their lives right now. A, it's either something that people have numbed out or ignored for so long because they learned at a really young age that it wasn't okay. Or B, they know those emotions are there, but those emotions are not welcome in this group, in this scene. They might be welcome maybe only in a therapy session, right? In a one-on-one -on -one session. And we weren't designed to live in little vortexes of one-on-one -on -one therapy sessions or our bedrooms alone with our thoughts on our journal. We were meant to express and be held and be heard by other people. And the place that we are now in the structure that we are currently in does not support that because emotions are viewed as unproductive, right? If you say you're sad or overwhelmed, then maybe that means you're a bad employee or you can't do the job. There are so many examples. I don't even know where to start. And some of my own have just been like, 
how hard it is to really tell my boss even like when he says, how are you, that I'm feeling overwhelmed because I have to all of a sudden explain myself. Why do I need to explain why I'm feeling sad? That's just the human experience. There's no explanation needed. And I guess that's the other side of it. It's just the reactions that you get from people. It's natural that you will automatically change your behavior and what you say based off the reactions that you get. And if you're getting pity or judgment even beneath the surface of all of these things that you're coming forward to, then obviously the truth sucks and the truth won't be heard. So a question that I've been having with myself, but also to all of you is what support do you need to speak your truth, right? Because that's been what I've been asking myself too, because Speaking our truth, whether it be emotional or whatever, it is not something that everyone has. A, you have to be financially stable, right, in some way, because let's say you speak your truth at a job and you feel like you can't, and that will allow you to get fired or whatever, reprimanded. That's one place of support that you might need is financial stability, some sort of savings that you know if you speak your honest truth. And this is, of course, if you want to live in your authentic truth. I'm not saying there's per se a right or wrong. I mean, I'm just saying what works for me, which is my body literally dies and depletes when I'm not living in my authentic truth. So (laughs) that hasn't worked for me. But yeah, when I ask myself, what support do I need? That's a huge one, like financial stability. You need a savings and you need a place of safety that is economical in that way to be able to speak your truth. Same with relationships. I mean, I don't think that per se this audience is maybe in this situation, but honestly, I won't make assumptions. But yeah, like if you're living with a partner and they're paying for all of your things, like is it safe for you to speak your truth then? Because what if speaking your truth about the relationship means that you lose security of a house, right? And those are just all the different things that I've been asking myself. And for me, what support do I need is a lot. Like I need financial stability. I need honestly a community. And that's been something that's been really hard for me because we're isolated during COVID. And I don't know what community it's safe for me to be honest. And and I'm not, I think like, The way maybe I'm phrasing this is, like, really dramatic. (laughs) I mean, sure, probably. But what I mean by that is that we can have relationship dynamics where we think consciously that we're being honest. And the person on the other side might be able to take our honest truth well. But if there is something beneath the surface that makes you feel like you can't be honest with that person because the contractual agreement that you are both in is dependent on that not being true then that isn't a place of safety for you to speak your truth. And for me, that's been really hard this week. I actually turned on the volume on basically everything in my life, and I just was questioning everything. Um, And a big one was my dynamic with my friendships, because friendship to me has always meant, and this is why I think I've been avoiding talking about friendship on this podcast, because I feel like this is the hardest one for me to figure out. Because Friendship and relationship, mainly friendship, has always been rooted on lies of identity that I need to be or things I need to be in order to be in this friendship. I need to be the person that answers the phone. I need to be the person that gives people advice. 
I need to be the person that always agrees to this plan. I need to be the type of person that goes to parties, whatever I need to be. And that has always been included in the contractual agreement, not putting blame on whose fault that is, but that's just how I've learned friendship as. And for me, I've found in my own friendships, it's really hard for me to be honest because I'm scared that that honesty won't be received. And it's so subconscious that it took me a while to even get here and realize that. And that's pretty terrifying to realize because once you see that maybe you haven't been honest and truthful in the dynamics of your friendships, then you really just feel alone. (laughs) You're just scared of revealing that truth to them. And what if that's not accepted? And I've really had to sit with myself this week and sit with all of the ways that I've been dependent on dishonesty in my life and dependent on it to keep me safe because it has kept me safe in so many ways. So that's been my journey with truth. Um, And I think that when we really start this healing journey with ourselves, we're still in all of the old dynamics that we used to be in. And we might know things theoretically on the conscious level, but subconsciously, we're still operating from a lot of things that are old stories that maybe we don't want to keep anymore. And I think for me, honesty has meant like really looking, really looking at the dynamics and not being like, oh, everything's perfect. Everything's fine. But yeah, like just not existing under those facades anymore. And I think it's really hard too, because in the self-help industry, there's a lot of per se, quote unquote, truths. And I'm doing quote unquote, you know, the little (laughs) thing that hand motion you do when you do that. (laughs) But it's like, what even is my truth? You know, I don't even know sometimes. Like, is my truth grieving and being separate from a relationship and healing myself and then coming back to the relationship? Is my truth healing myself within relationship? I don't know. There's so many different ways in the self-help industry that you're taught to be or to do or how to process your emotions and how to be and make sure to meditate three times a day and blah, blah, blah. And a big aspect for me around truth has been like cutting that all out and realizing like, what is my inner truth? What is down there (laughs) because there's so many different ways to live life and some ways work for people and other ways don't work with people. And for me, I've tried for a while to live what everyone else has perceived for me to be my truth and that hasn't worked. And yet I'm going back to the same patterns of looking outside of myself for the truth. And this is kind of like a separate topic and it's probably not even related to what we were saying earlier about truth, but it's another aspect of it that I've just been thinking about is there's like the level of truth and honesty with yourself and the people around you, but there's also how are you outsourcing that truth? How are you asking other people for that truth and not coming into yourself? And again, that's not your fault and not my fault either because... We have, I love, I think Dak Shepard said this. I'm just laughing because he's like probably such a basic example because he's a very popular podcaster. But if you don't know him, he has a good podcast. 
anyways, like he said that he doesn't tell his kids that Santa is real. And the reason why he made a good point, which is that, (laughs) you know, at a young age, kids can like tell intuitively that's not true. And their parents, the people that they love the most saying, no, it is. That's like the first time that they're like questioning their intuition. So when it comes to like our intuition and our own truths, we've been taught for so long to question it. What even is it? I don't even know, guys. Like, I can't even sometimes decide, should I go right or left in this walk? So, obviously, it's easier for me to follow people that I trust or people that seem like they know what they're doing. And I don't know, I've just been wanting to question that more. But that's kind of a half an idea. That's kind of a half an idea. So, I'll stop there because I made a promise to myself to not do that. But yeah, it's been a hard week because sitting with truth is hard. It's grief, guys. It's heavy. Maybe that's why I've avoided it for so long and for so long until I just couldn't anymore. I was just feeling like anxious all the time because of it. So yeah, this is to all of you honoring your truth this week, even if it means in little ways. And I think there's a difference, by the way, in... Speaking your truth in a way that's like, this is how I feel and without blaming anyone, because it's not really anyone's fault how you feel. I I don't know. Another topic. (laughs) But like at least in stable friendships that you have or relationships, I think there's a difference between being like, this is your fault and this is how I feel and just being like, hey, this is how I feel. And this is how I've been feeling in this dynamic lately. And, like, let's talk about it, right? So, yeah, guys, sending you love. Um, If you're going through this process of really being honest in your life, know that it's not something that is easy or, like, supposed to come naturally because you probably haven't done that for a while. And there is a lot of grief and sit with that. I mean, I need to tell myself that because my reductive masculine sign doesn't want to sit with that. (laughs) I want to go, go, go and be like doing things. And grief has this way of just grounding you and making you lay the fuck down. (laughs) Oh, I almost made it through this pod without cursing. (laughs) All right. So see you guys all probably in two weeks. But if not, maybe in one week, I'm not going to make any promises. But yeah, I'm going to just let my creativity flow. And I think that a lot of amazing stuff is going to come from this. Just giving it space to breathe and really fully capture the essence of what's going on. So love you all. Sending you lots of great energy. And... Happy Monday!